Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Craze Cast, the podcast run by the fans for the fans that brings you close to the action. My name is Roxy and today I'm joined by my fellow host, Jay. Hi, everyone. To keep up with all our content, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at CrazeMag and YouTube, The Craze. If you enjoy our content, please consider helping to support our organization through Ko-Fi. Our team is uh, 100% volunteer-based, so any donation helps a great deal, and we can't do any of this without y'all's support. So head over to uh, ko-fi.com backslash The Craze, where you can donate however much you please, and we thank you ahead of time so much for your support. And if you are watching this on YouTube, before we begin, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe to our YouTube channel to catch our next episode and hit that bell for notifications for whenever we upload new videos. So, oh my God, it's a weekend. We, it's been busy as of late. Roxy's in a new place. I am. I'm in a new location. technically (laughs) in a new place. I'm I'm coming to you from my bed, basically, (laughs) this episode. And- it's a no bones day, so I'm just going to be comfortable. Is it? <laughs> yes, it it's is. a no bones. Yeah, it's a no bones day today. And if you haven't heard of that trend, I suggest you follow. <laughs> He's so cute. I love Noodle. Uh, I just hate that he is 13 years old. I know. He's so old, but he's <laughs> so cute. <laughs> Oh my uh, god. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been moving. So every, I can't find like my earbuds. So I'm wearing my kitty cat ears headset. It's cute though. <laughs> It's cute. It doesn't like, fit the vibe of what I'm wearing. Though. No, I haven't I been like, able to dye my hair in weeks. So now it looks disgusting. I'm just, I'm not having a good time. I'm just trying, like trying to get all my shit moved in. But hey, you know, at least there's no echo in your area. That's true. Because you know how usually in new rooms and it's not filled as much yet. There's no echo. Uh, there's usually an echo. So you're good on audio. That's good. Um, I have a special little loft upstairs for my office and uh, my dog is not having a good time. <laughs> no, she's like, her separation anxiety is really intense. She's like, so. new place, don't under- don't like this. Yeah, I left her in my room with a Ocarina of Time Let's Play playing, so she thinks that I'm nearby. <laughs> <laughs> if this like, costs my electric bill, I swear to God. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyways, we are here today because we didn't get to finish it last time, but we are on part two of our top nine three by three album k-pop albums of all time and we just wanted to finish that episode because we still have albums to talk about and yeah we're we're just gonna jump right into it today and try not to feel fomo for head in the clouds right now because if you haven't been paying attention to our twitter our pictures are so good and i'm jealous I did Anyways. hear though like because that whole thing at Astro World or whatever just happened so apparently mm-hmm. at head in the clouds they are taking any issue very very Extra, seriously yeah. any so. precaution I, I just want to we want to put it out there real quick before probably um we start this episode fully it's concert season starting up again and we just want to encourage all of our listeners to be safe be aware of your surroundings um stay hydrated as much as possible whether you're in an outdoor inner um, environment or an indoor, especially indoor, it can get crazy inside. So just be careful, be safe. Um, please, like if you notice something's going around you, 
call security immediately. Immediately. Don't wait. Don't don't trample on people for God's sake. Too. <laughs> like I've heard honestly, stories about what happened at Astro World, and I cannot believe people. I, I genuinely can't, can't. Like they were crawling on top of like ambulances. And people were stampeding on top of people that had fallen over and passed out. It is ridiculous. I don't know what happened to all y'all. Did you like forget human decency while you were in lockdown? It's ridiculous. (laughs) And it's just like to break down the cages, the security checks for it. I mean, it was it worth it. Was it worth it? You know, and so just we like, you know, this weekend as we're recording, it's head in the clouds. We know people who are there. You know, I texted the people like my close friends who are there. I was like, hey, just be safe, you know, do what you can to keep yourself in check and be like, have fun, of course, but definitely be safe because I just don't want anybody else hurt, you know, and all of that. And I'll tell you a story after this of like things that I've heard off recording, but honestly, just be safe out there concert, especially BTS coming up. It's going to be crazy. Be careful. Please be careful. Anyways, lighter topics. Top nine. Um, Uh, Do you want to go first? Yeah, I can start. I kind of want to go a little bit of a different direction here. So one album that I think is probably one of the best albums of all time is Punchinello's Ordinary. Oh, I'm like, that's an artist I was not expecting you to say. Mm -hmm. I haven't listened to the album, but he's so good. I I think Punchinello is my favorite like K rapper um mm-hmm. and this album just solidified it for me so when it came out I was like I I hadn't even known Punchinello when it came out mm-hmm. um but a lot of the songs are so good and show a very different side to him and also have like very different features but like a lot of very talented people like I believe Say is on one of them mm-hmm. um Crush is on another is it Crush or is that the name of the song I should have looked it up beforehand, but there's a lot of like, you know, there's a lot of different types of sounds. <clears throat> so he does like the KRNB sort of sound, the the chill thing. He does like the angry rapping. My favorite song is Absinthe, where there's a there's a point where he actually like just screams into the mic, and it was like so raw and emotional. I was like, I love this shit. Like this, <laughs> this is gonna be it. So he, he is a bit of a wild card as far as like favorite albums since pretty much all the other ones are k-pop but mm-hmm. i just think he is a very talented rapper and when he signed with aong i was so fucking excited <laughs> I yeah like, yeah i remember seeing him debut um what was the song he did it was the one with fruit uh, it was a fruit lime and uh, i forgot the other one but when that came out i really like from the get-go i was like oh i like his sound i like what he's doing if you haven't heard of punchinello i think you have to get into him. He's so good as an artist. I haven't been keeping up recently, but yeah, that was a that was a wild card. I was not expecting you to put in a a, a rapper into this one. Wow, I need to go check out that album then. I do Just write, because- you know, I write surprise of the week. So <laughs> that's true. You do, you do, and that has you bring a lot of K hip hop, K R and B into that mix. Yeah, it really has. Picking that up has exposed me to a lot more in that scene, mm-hmm. which I think is something that like people want to do, but are also intimidated because like when you are looking from the outside in, it's the same with K-pop. It's like, you see all of the artists and all the talent. You're like, where do I even begin? (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's the hardest part, but. 
I feel like it's also intimidating, like in general, like where do we start with when it comes to K hip hop, K R and B? Because, like, I don't know, like it, it is. I feel like they're the edgier sibling to K pop, you know. So it's just like you, like it's kind of a hit or miss if you that's what you're looking for. So I think if you're wanting a good uh like he does a little a little bit of lo- no not lo-fi per se but he does a lot more like he has chill tracks but also like Roxy said there are some angry ones in there so it's a good mix wow I need to go check out this album what the heck yep. it came out in 2019 wow that's so recent yeah and actually one of our writers Julia like did the coverage of it um and when I was like reading through her article I was like oh this looks good I should yeah. <laughs> I should check yeah. this out yeah, you know what? We find little gems in within the craze. So it's just like, hey, you never know. You just scroll through the tags. You might find something that you like. So I'm going to check that out. Keeping into the realm, if you don't mind me jumping into mine. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Within the realm of hip hop, I think this is, a, I'm unintentionally wearing the sweater that came from this group. If you're watching the video, um, but I had to include Epic High's Shoebox album. Um, Born Hater off of that album is so good, in my opinion. And it was literally just a big F you, a big fuck you, like, type of track. And they performed that at Mama, and they obviously censored it. But getting to experience that live, and then also just the motions that this album goes through of there is anger there's love there's heartbreak and everything that is this, in this album I think that I'm still on the hunt for this physical album till this day like I want this album Burj Khalifa off of it is another good hip-hop track um they have their rendition of Eyes Nose Lips from Taeyang which he also features on that album the features that this album has in general, really great. I think if you want a good introductory to Epic High, um, this is a great album for like, that's more recent, even though this album, I forgot how old this album is at this point. I believe it came out in 2013. Yeah, this album is old as what people would say, but there's a reason why they're still in the industry till this day why every like my introductory to epic high was when they released fan and i don't even remember what year that was but it was in the early 2000s when they released this this group is legendary they're going on tour next year roxy's going i haven't bought my ticket yet (laughs) um but i think everybody's also waiting for their the second part to their most recent album, Epic High, is here. And if you haven't gotten into Epic High, like, do it. Like, they're so good. They're funny, too, off when they're not, you know, when they're not in the studio. But the magic that happens with Epic High, where does this talent come from? I fucking so love, good. I fucking love Epic High. That is a great group. Like if you want to get into K hip hop or mm-hmm. K R and B, Epic High is a great starting point. Oh yeah. Um, definitely Born Hater, I think was really the thing that skyrocketed them. They'd been around mm-hmm. for a long time, but like, it's so good. And uh, actually off that album, the song Amor Fati is one of my favorites. Oh, 
Yes, Amor Fati is really good on that one. Very emotional um, and kind of heavy, but is there that I believe I don't know if it was this album. I think it's a, this album too. I don't remember off the top of my head. Lehigh is also on this album as well. When you He's pair, a, yeah. when you pair up Lehigh and Epic High together, it's just like magic happens. And you know, it's funny how like people are like, "Oh, I'm surprised you didn't pick the No Thanks album." Or the album that has no thanks on it because um, I use on that track. Sure, sure, but I I resonate so much with the Shoebox album that it's like it's a staple Epic High album. Listen to it, please. And you did so say good. you did say that they are very funny. They are so fucking funny. I was They're like funny they they did like a buzzfeed i forget what it was about but tableau the is best like friend quiz the best the friend best quizzes. friend yeah. quiz that was tableau funny. is like the loud chaotic friend and like i resonated so much with two cuts in that video because he was like so fucking done with everything he was like shut up like, <laughs> i was like right? i want to be tableau but i'm not i'm two cuts and um like like he's dad like he's actual dad the way how he introduces himself or at least when they last toured for this tour um he's like hi everybody I'm Haru Appa <laughs> like I'm Haru's dad and I'm just like yes <laughs> please like and I think also what makes it very relatable is that like Tableau is also very open when it comes to his mental health and his own struggles and you can hear that in the songs itself and like the emotion that all of their albums but the emotion that's specifically within the shoebox album is so deep that it's like fuck <laughs> like I just had my moment of just like wow I'm going through some shit but also wow I also feel so empowered at the same time so it's just like yeah the this album please listen to it it's so good Pablo is another one of those artists that's like wears his heart on his sleeve and his music Mm -hmm. is very relatable because he's gone through it himself so much like you know Augusty it's something that you know you feel very deep in yourself And it's like very real. So that's really what makes such a good artist to me. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, obviously the music they make is amazing and they do a lot of like throwback hip hop. So sometimes the stuff that they produce sounds a lot like the nineties hip hop, which like if you're old, like me is a great time because it's very very nostalgic. Um, If you were a nineties baby, you get it. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, like not, not 1998 nineties baby. I'm talking like Like early early to mid nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's what I think part of his charm is. And especially the fact that he's open about his mental health, but at the same time is so like silly. It's like, you see a mm-hmm. whole, you know, the whole person in him, he doesn't put up a front. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what I think makes people like him so much. Cause even I, like when I would have issues, I, you know, if you followed, he used to be on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he really does that anymore, but he would like say inspirational stuff and he just make you feel better. He has very like dad energy for sure. <laughs> that helps too. So it's like, I joke, I call him my dad all the time as a yeah. joke, but it's, he just like has that sort of like comfort to him. Mm-hmm. And plus like we saw Haru grow up too. If you yeah. haven't seen, if you haven't seen Haru on Hello Baby, it's so fucking cute. Uh, I think it's 
that not hello baby it's a different one superman oh, oh yeah with like the return that. of superman my bad. there we go yeah um and seeing her just grow up and now like you hear her like in his like the more recent albums and stuff now but just to see her grow up see all of them grow up too just because you know all of them are now married yes i think mithra is the only one who doesn't have kids yet i don't think so but um just seeing them still vibe together and still work so cohesively together it's just like you can't find groups like this anymore who've been doing it for almost 20 years at this point and they've you know? survived some shit because there was right. a period of time where for some reason people decided that tableau's um stanford degree was not real yeah. and just were out for blood for no reason i never understood this this happened before i was around but like yeah why do you care so much <laughs> like the whole point of born hater he references that um experience in born hater as well Mm -hmm. so like they almost ran him out of the music industry because there were people that were so intent on proving that he was a liar and i'm like sometimes i just like i hate humanity right (laughs) like Like, you're trying to take down a genuinely nice guy for what what did he ever do to you yeah like they were blacklisted from the um the industry for quite some time because of it and i can't even imagine the mental toll that that took for Epic High, just because it's like they love creating music. You they're they really love their craft. And um, you know, they're gonna take their time. A lot of people are like, when's the next comeback? When's this happening? They're like, you're gonna get my work when we're ready for it to happen. You know, Epic High is here part one, took, you know, a while for it to come out. I think they've been releasing singles up until that point or like mini albums but to get a full-blown album again was like whoa this is this is happening years wow it, it was years mm-hmm. so it's just like epic high i feel like is a good artist that i think you have to just get into like if you really want to know and see the progression of their hip-hop and their rap and all of their artistry from beginning to end really great group I mean, honestly, really good group. I actually have one of their albums on my favorite list. Oh, really? You Mm -hmm. do? Which one? Uh, The one that you mentioned earlier, the We've Done Something Wonderful, the one that has no thanks on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's a good album too. Yeah. That one's a little bit more darker than Shoebox, I want to say. Yeah, I would guess so. Yeah. But it's, uh, I guess the time it came out too, I don't know. I, you know, Mm -hmm. I always like depressing music. It helps me deal with my depression um so like one of the songs i remember when i saw them in 2019 they performed bleed off that album Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is a very emotional song and it was just like a it was a moment that i had Mm -hmm. i was like this you know and that has also a very sort of retro sound uh there's just a lot on there uh that has lehigh's that's um, the one that i was just like i was about to say like yeah here come the regrets yes oh god you will sing that with your whole chest you don't exactly exactly i also like that album a lot too because in no thanks at the very end you can hear yungi yep and people don't know that he's there on that track because i mean he's obviously not featured he just does like a little you know it's like a one-liner yeah and like the first time i heard it i was like bitch that's yungi like i know my man's voice (laughs) and um 
BTS is often referenced Epic High as one of their, you know, big musical inspirations. And I feel like around this time too is when Yoongi felt more free to like express, they don't do it mm-hmm. as much anymore, I feel like. Um, but like he would show, he would talk to Tableau a lot. And when they mm-hmm. went to the Billboard Awards for the first time, he sent a picture of like his Billboard ID to Tableau and Tableau posted it. It was like, look how cute he is. He's like so excited. And mm-hmm. I was just like, it just made my heart so warm because like I love both mm-hmm. of them so much. And I just like love that Yungi got to, you know, work with somebody that was such an inspiration for him. And now they're kind of on the same level. Right. It's, just, it's, it's so lovely. Right. And I like, you know, waiting for the day that those, like those two, like actually collide worlds and create a track. If ever, imagine just like, please, please. But, please. <laughs> you know, another favorite track on that album I like is The Benefits of Heartbreak with uh, Suhyun from Akmu. Mm-hmm. Um, her voice paired with them too, a really good song. I mean, deep shit for both epic, for both of these albums and whole. Oh, like if this will if I didn't choose shoe shoebox, it would have also been this album too. I just want to say though, Epic High kept like YG's female soloists like in work. He they mm-hmm. were the ones that like gave Lee High work when YG wasn't doing it. True. True. And then um oh it's called now that CL is you know independent, she's by herself they're like hyping her up too. And it's just like, I think they really pushed for more, like, honestly, I feel like a lot of their female, um, except for IU, like a lot of their female features are YG talent at some I think, point. You and now yeah. when they did the live performance, she was part of YG at the time. I think they know because... <laughs> The, the offshoot label that they had was like an offshoot of YG. So they're like intimately familiar with these girls not getting work. <laughs> so yeah. Tableau was like, not on my watch, bitch. <laughs> no, give them like, something. This is, this is going to happen. And yeah, really good album. Ooh. Ooh, we're starting off with strong albums this morning <laughs> for this podcast. Wow. Yeah. I honestly get into Epic High, really. Mm-hmm. And if you like, they're going on tour, if you want it, they're fun live. They're even more fun live. They, They're so fun. They crack jokes with each other. And it's just the energy in that room is a lot more different compared to what a K-pop concert is sometimes. You know? I find it more chill, actually. Because, like, yeah. the venue I was at was very, very full. Uh, my mm-hmm. friends and I were in the back, though, because, like, we're not trying to fight. But mm-hmm. I don't recall seeing people being, like, no, overly no obnoxious. Yeah. Or like pushing and stuff like that. Like, you know, at any BTS concert you see, there are going to be people that are like fucking shoving people out of the way, stomping over them. I don't remember seeing that at Epic High. I think maybe just the people that tend to be into that music are, first of all, it's not like about the looks of these, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, like Tableau's cute. Yes. But they're all older. They're married. Like, I don't think anybody's having... (laughs) <laughs> they are, but I don't think anybody's having like YN fantasies about them. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, people people will be Delulu about like K-pop groups and think if they get in the front, like they're gonna get noticed. But I don't think that's a factor with Epic High, which also makes it much more chill. It's just like there's not like a weird atmosphere of like somebody's trying to get laid. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but like it's just not a thing that's a factor for Epic High. And it's just like a really nice change of pace because you know, sometimes I don't want to have to fight 
to like enjoy a concert. Yeah, I want to say because I was I had regular tickets, but for some reason I managed to get my way to the front. I think it's also because we um, I think I was working that day, so I had to meet up with my friends. So I had friends in line and they were like one of the first people in the regular GA line. And I mean, the crowd, is there some pushing? Yes, but everyone just vibed well. Everybody was just jumping up and down, head banging, if need, like, you know, if possible. They're just having so much fun in this crowd. Though, I feel like I took a shower in that concert because of the amount of water bottles they were throwing. I was like, okay, like, I get it. But dude, <laughs> like, I'm soaking wet at this point. And, um, but I mean, it just, it's so much fun. Um, there is, I don't think I've ever posted the video and I kind of want to just keep it to myself for a bit. Still, I, Tableau did grab my phone, that concert, and that was fun. And, um, but it's just like, the, even when they're up in the, in the little barricade thing, people are very still nice and they'll back off immediately like after they go back up on stage. So like really the vibe of Epic Highs, like it's different. It's so much different and it's fun. It's so much fun. That's why I want to go back. <laughs> yeah, go that's back. why I got tickets too. They were you, one of the first tours announced. Did you get VIP or uh, GA? No, just GA. It seems a little too much money for VIP for me at mm. the moment, so. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. And I mean, there aren't there venues. No, I'm getting, well, a lot of them are sold out. So there's a reason why they're sold out. And it's very intimate too, because they're not playing super big venues. Yeah. They're at like the nightclub venues ish. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. They're at the same place they were last time for me. So it's like, you know, a GA only sort of Mm -hmm. thing. It's standing room only at that um, event. I think they changed for here. So We'll see. I've never been to that one, but a lot of like rock bands, indie rock bands like to perform at these types of venues too. So we'll yeah. see. That's we'll how see. I'm like so familiar with the ones I go to. I'm like, oh shit, I've been there. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I, my best friend is like, oh, they're performing there. I remember when I was in my emo phase and I went to concerts there. I was like, oh, I've never been. So it depends. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that. I wasn't allowed to go to st- um, concerts like that. Anyways, oh, my mom on. took me to my first golf concert. <laughs> I don't want to go to one off topic. I want to just go to a rock concert just to experience it. Dude, you know? the people at like metal concerts are the nicest people I've ever met in my life. I've heard. I have never been hit on by a creepy man at what actually. <laughs> one time, one time. Uh, and it was my friend and she was really stupid because she was telling him all this information. I was like, girl, shut up. <laughs> He's going to follow us no. outside no um but in general like when I was like 16 people would let me go in front of them to get closer so I could see better like they mm-hmm. are just like they might be the scariest looking people the outsiders but they're just but in they're general, are so nice, nice. Mm-hmm. like people like you know it's the whole stereotype oh you look like a certain way you're tatted up you have all like you know you have all of this accessories and everything but it's just like most not there are bad apples yes but most of them are very nice people mm-hmm like it's kind of like the misconception of like biker gangs right people think like oh they're tough they're they're mean like you know some of these biker gangs they're like a family they really 
just care about the whole system and so it's just like I want to go to one just to experience it you know and be like I just want to let loose but haven't found the right concert to go to yet so yeah anyways moving on next album uh it'll be super quick because I think it still stands alone as my favorite release from them I liked their newest release but this album I think really shifted how I really like this group and this album so it is Red Velvet and it's their album The Perfect Red Velvet which is containing Bad Boy off of that album I think that single like as a title track alone shifted so many things for me with Red Velvet because while we're used to the whole bright summery happy red velvet I think this is when they switch to that darker tone and I'm like this give me this more it is interesting (laughs) a little bit of hip-hop because it was Mm -hmm. a little different the one before that is uh peekaboo which Mm -hmm. is also considered like a velvet track just -hmm. because like the concept was darker but the sound was not so bad boys yeah so bad boy was like the first time that it was like a more intense sound and it was it was the song when it came out it was Mm -hmm. the one it was. I feel like it is still Red Velvet's the one out of all of that. Them, that and Psycho, I think, are in my top two favorites for Red Velvet. But Bad Boy's the one I'll return to all the time, all the time. And the whole album itself is very, it still has that dark yet pop sound to them. But it's just like, oh, somehow whenever they do their Velvet concepts is what hits me the most for me because you know it's it's dark it is more on the sultry r&b side but bad boy itself had hip-hop elements and i think i don't remember the video i saw i don't remember the name but they did like the producing of the song and you saw like when i got to watch that video and they explained the elements that went into the song i think made me appreciate it even more and the fact this is also the first time we got to see Red Velvet do an all English track. Because later on, they li- released it in all English. Everybody at KCON New York, I was, yeah, it was at New York when they, perf- like, they switched it up halfway through the performance, performing in English. Everybody lost it. Everybody lost it. I'm just like, oh, so when is the English version coming out? And so when they did that, that was amazing. I think it's still one of their most iconic albums and releases they have ever done so that is why that I'll never skip this album and why I will never skip the song because it's just like yes I I was at that show when like when they switched up to English I was like hold up did they just did this just happen is it English I was like yeah you're just like they don't do that (laughs) like you don't see a lot of groups doing that and I feel like this is what's really launching them to do English tracks and how they were able to do it so it's just like give me give me the English version of Psycho god damn it I know it's out there somewhere (laughs) too (laughs) but yes bad boy they look gorgeous in that music video too there's something that was about it that please continue with this concept of being like this please (laughs) I liked queendom but I I prefer this please Anyways, your next album, Roxy. I'm going to throw a curveball one here. 
that I don't think mm-hmm. you'll expect either. Um, one of my second to last favorite albums is NCT 127's Cherry Bomb. Oh, I was not expecting that album. Like I knew you liked 127, but Cherry Bomb was not the one that I was expecting. What huh. were you expecting? I was expecting one of more of their recent um, releases. Oh, I actually liked their older stuff better. Mm. I mean, obviously I already slandered sticker like crazy, but like that album, the the album itself was really good, but I listened to every track on Cherry Bomb to this day. And like, it has such variety. And even if like the lyrics are really weird, I don't know. I just really enjoyed that. And I loved Cherry Bomb so much. When I saw that live, I was like so excited. <laughs> like people don't give NCT 127 or NCT in general enough credit live they're good they're so good live so they are and Cherry Bomb is one of those earworm songs that they have it is and like it is a little weird but it wasn't as weird as fire truck <laughs> so yeah yeah I would definitely not put fire truck in the top one I thought you'd also choose limitless too I did, I did like Limitless, but like as far as albums go, like I liked the B-sides on this one a lot more mm-hmm. than other mm-hmm. albums. So I'm not as big into NCT these days as I was like when they first came out, but mm-hmm. it's like very hit or miss with me for their comebacks at this point. Okay, but we can all agree that Favorite was better than Sticker. It was, but like it still didn't catch me that great. <laughs> I was like, I mean, this is an improvement, so that's good. Although it was kind of I mean, hard to not like- improve. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I prefer favorite way more better than sticker. I, it, it's kind of like sticker was a choice, but the B-sides were better. Uh, definitely. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, that's a good album. Yeah, that was amazing live. I I like Cherry Bomb. It was just like, and also the, the iconic leg split dance from that one came through from that comeback. So yeah. Oh yeah, I like that one. That was a good one. Um, I think still my favorite NCT song, NCT in general, it will still always be the Seven Cents. I'm just like, please bring that back. Anyways, yes, that was a good one. Anyways, is that it? Are we are we gonna just? Bl- I think are we gonna just blow through the next two? I guess we can. Yeah, because I mean, for my last one, I don't have too much to say. Um, I will, I don't know who to do for this one. There's two. And the thing is, is that both of them are, uh, are like technically alts, in my opinion. So I don't know who to choose first. Should I choose the female or the male first? Well, everybody knows what the female one is. So true. Let me, I, um, I have to talk about this. Okay. I have to, um, my second to last album is J-Hope's Hope World. And that comes as no surprise because I'm big J-Hope bias. But um, the that album in itself, we got a lot of hip hop. We got a lot of like bright sunshine boy, him, him, self-explanatory. There's su- something so positive that resonates from this album. But also we got a, a little bit more of the, um, a lot, how do I describe it? Darn it, I lost my train of thought. We still got to see a little bit more of a... Why can't I put, like, explain it well. A vulnerable, slower side? 
to J-Hope with Blue Side also off this album. Um, shout out to by Hope World. That is, you know, that's him. He, he oh, this man, I swear to God, radiates positivity. And like the reason why not only, not just because I bias him, okay? Like he is like, um, this whole album puts me in a good mood. And it's just like, we get the hip hop, with Hangsan baseline as the introductory um we got airplane which then transitioned when they did um uh airplane part two with bts he still keeps one of the verses in there and i'm just like i love him <laughs> it's I funny his him. like his rapper aesthetic is like the exact opposite of the other two right <laughs> Because like Yoongi and Ratmon are both like I keep saying that Yoongi and RM are both very like dark, angsty Rudy. men, and then J Hope is like just kidding. I'm the opposite. Yeah, but you know what though? It's just like I think that's why he evens the whole rap line out. You know, I think and and the thing is that J Hope as an artist, like yeah, sure he is bright, happy, all of that. Hi Lucy. <laughs> um she will be a guest on this podcast today she's a guest today because she's uh very upset about being away from me so she's like mom why did you (laughs) leave me anyways um even though like we have this bright bubbly personality from j-hope when he goes in on their darker like all of the ciphers all of their uh and um god what was the other song uh tear dude this man can rap and it's just like his verse and tear hits different it really does it does it really does like there's so much emotion there and it's just like god forbid the day he decides to make a darker album i'm gonna die (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna die and i'm just like when is your next release when's your next mixtape i'm here for it what's the one song off hope world where he says every day i'm like chilling with my dog or whatever i forget what it was it's oh gosh i know something along weird. those lines yeah but i was like bro same i believe his dog is also a shih tzu mickey yeah mickey's a little shih tzu brown one he's old too lucy's the old shih tzu <laughs> he is yeah so if like with like roxy says like he's so different from rm and yugi that it's just like when he released it no one was surprised but at the same time it's just like you're so different and um off of the b album for bts he wrote disease and that was so much fun and just this man people don't recognize like please he's a force to be reckoned with there was a period of time there was a period of time too where people were saying he wasn't as strong of a rapper as the other two i don't know if you remember that yeah I remember a lot of people didn't like J-Hope for back what? then. What did he I ever do know. to you? Because, <laughs> um, you know, like, uh, back, I think it's also depending on what you follow back then. Of course, like, in the come up, I mean, even till now, there's still a lot of BTS haters, of course. But in their come up, oh, even back then, it was so bad. And, like, I remember seeing things where like not my words okay I remember like other people were just not really paying attention to J-Hope and it's just like why is he in this group he doesn't stand out 
compared to the rest of the members and it's just like this man's is cute what are you talking about and he can rap you sure he wasn't my first bias in like when I was first really getting into them but something clicked and I was just like this man is talented and he's handsome go people away were, people were saying that about Jin too so there was like yeah. a period of time where there was a lot of even Jin which is yeah. just like but he's Mr. Worldwide Handsome. <laughs> like people is like, people don't like, don't, don't hide it. You're going to be sad when he enlists. So stop. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't talk shit like that. Listen, they're all valuable members for BCS. So it's just like, shut up. They're really good art, like individually and as a group, they're all good people. So hmm. Hmm. <laughs> anyways um what is your last album yeah so my last album is uh actually sf9's first full album first collection that came out last year oh okay i was like i haven't like i kept up with sf9 with their earlier sound so i haven't been as familiar with their more recent sound yeah that uh the title for that one was good guy which was a very very good song and I believe that gave the group their first music show win as well. Um, is that the one where it goes good, good, good yeah. guy, something like that? Yeah. Okay. And then like one of my favorite B-sides ever, Fire, is off that song. And the lyrics are really stupid, but this like the song itself is so <laughs> catchy. It's like my favorite thing. But there's a lot of diversity on that album. So that's, you know, why I like it so mm-hmm. much. And obviously I like SF9 a lot. So I like to push their yes. agenda. <laughs> I really hope like... I'm not like a big SF9 fan, but I really hope they, they tour. It would be nice to see them live. I think they're, we've gotten them at KCON at some point. So it's yeah. just like really, like, I still feel like they're so underrated. They are getting more popular, especially because Rowan has a lot of like acting gigs and he's getting a lot of attention that way. So, but all of, the, a lot of them are also just um, pulling up acting gigs. Like, I feel like, it's either half of them are models, half of them are actors. And then remember, we're still a group when they did Kingdom. It was just like, True. wow. Danny is I, very popular also as an actor. Yeah. Because um, he was in Sky Castle, like the only good character in yeah, Sky Castle. Yeah, you know what? Um, he's in, I've seen him in so many comp- aside from Rowan. And I'm just like, are you, like, huh? You're an idol too? What? <laughs> Um, but he's also a good actor too. Um, what was the one that I just recently watched with him in it? It's the Idol show. Hui Young was also in it, and so was Ats. Yeah. Um. But uh, I- imitation. Imitation. Is, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I remember seeing him in that, and that was that was a K drama. Definitely meant for kids. <laughs> definitely. I don't care. Young. I don't care. All of my people were in it. So. <laughs> Yeah, like that that was just like, oh, okay. Um Hui Young was also in that. Hui Young is my favorite out of all. Yeah, of them. he's so my bias. Cute. Yeah. I'm obsessed Ooh, with him. Him, him and Taeyong. Oh, very good looking dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, I will speed through this one. No surprise on this last one. Um, I have to talk about IU, but the most iconic album and the one that resonates with me and the one that um I will always play is her modern times album um she did a lot of references different styles in that um in that album she does a lot of jazz pop a lot of 20s references because it's the whole great gatsby kind of theme 
so much goes on in this album and I want her to come back with something similar to this again or have a similar concept because oh that was a lot of that was a lot to take in but so iconic red shoes was the title track off of this one like I think she changed her hair like three or four times and in her live shows to match her hair color she'll change the lyrics because there's a lyric where um the lady with blonde hair and at the time she had blonde hair and then she switched to red and then she switched to black and I'm just like this queen I love her (laughs) I love her so much if you want that kind of diversity from a female artist I will always be on the IU agenda listen to it and I think Modern Times is still one of her best albums to date to date and got a lot of content out of that a lot of good features off of this album Um, for example we got Jonghyun with um before he passed rest in peace um and for gloomy clock we got guy in from uh brown eyed girls we got a lot of veteran um artists that i cannot name but they're big names in the ballad world of um korean music so yes please just listen to it beginning to end goes through different motions Whoo, that was an album that's all i'm gonna say listen to it and get into iu if you haven't Yes. Jay always on the IU agenda. Always. Always. Right, Lucy? How do you feel about IU? <laughs> She's not looking. She doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't. Yeah. But we also have some staff ones that we wanted to mention as well. And um, Connie, who is our creative director, our CEO, um, she chose Shiny's. Um, is it the why so serious yes is it why so serious i know that shiny was like the group that got connie into k-pop she is a giant bts stand now but shiny was the first so yes and she liked uh why so serious which is their third album and um she says why so serious gives um she fell in love with the moody and dark vibe. Every single song on that album is unskippable and it shows so much maturity in all of the members' vocal talents and music styles. My top songs from that album is uh, Shine Medusa 1, Like Fire, Excuse Me Miss, but honestly, all of the songs on there are just amazing in their own ways. And these are from her words directly. Andrea, who is also one of our staff members, um, she gave us her top nine, but I will read out her top, like number one on her list. Um, it is the Moonrise album by Day Six. And um, she says she never thought all of my favorite songs from the from an artist could be from a single album, but Day Six proved me wrong. If you're on my day, you know just how busy this band was in 2017. The members have spoken about the stress that came with releasing a single, a B-side, and a music video every month. Oh, that's right. This is when they did the monthly releases. When are we? I don't think we're ever going to get that back. <laughs> um, I don't think so. Sorry. Uh, I don't think so. Um, it was a hell of a project, but I hope that they can look back at it now and realize it was worth it. Moonrise is the album I play on instincts when I don't have anything in particular, I want to listen to. It's the album I don't feel shy about playing to friends and family who don't listen to K-pop. I agree. I totally agree. It's my favorite album. And if you're thinking of getting into day six or Korean bands in general, this is the best place to start. So yes, got through a lot 
today in this episode. We are definitely running out of time. So um, just to add in really quickly, thank you to all of our staff members who contributed to and wanting to um, add into this episode with their top albums. Um, I hope you find whether in part one, when you listen to it, go listen to the episode or in this one, you find an album that will suit you, but also wanting to give credit to where really quickly to where this um, whole trend came from. It started, I think from the anime community and it's uh, where they did their top anime of all time and other, we are just taking it from other podcasts and people, Jacksepticeye, Trash Chase, who have did similar things, but with movies and video games, all that giving credit to them. We are not the originators of this. So yes, that's it. What do we want to close out with, Roxy? Um, close out, uh, our EXO mini zine is available. I have them over there. So if you with want to order cards. them. And yes, they come with a full photo card set of the front cover art. So if you order a print version, you get the full photo card set. But we also do have the digital version available if you want to spend less money. Both of those are up on the website. And we do have very limited stock of the print issue right now. So if you are interested in picking it up, I would suggest doing it ASAP. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, everybody worked very hard on it and it looks fantastic. Um, So be sure to pick up your copy. Right. And definitely please check us out. Please give this video a like. Thank you for this episode. I hope you guys enjoy. Well, we have a special guest next episode, so be on the lookout for that. Yep. All right. So this has been the Craze Cast, and we'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.